what to do with beauty, or joy, for that matter, in the midst of tragedy, of violence, of cruelty. I didn't see that reading from my colleague, Reverend Karen G. Johnston, until Friday, and it crystallized the question I had been asking myself all week in preparing for this service. Mark and I chose the prelude, Ooh, Child, weeks earlier. And as I listened to that song this week, hard. If you remember the simple lyrics, Ooh, Child, things are going to get easier. Things will be brighter. We'll walk in the rays of a beautiful sun. When the world is much brighter. And I listened to Bob Dylan's song and many covers of Dylan's song, I Shall Be Released. And oh my, I thought, when will we be released from this perverse equation of freedom with free access to weapons of mass destruction. When will the light come shining from the west down to the east? And all through the week, I asked the question that Reverend Johnston captured so well. What to do with beauty? Our theme for this month in the midst of tragedy, of violence, of cruelty. What to do with a flower communion, our ritual on this day in the face of such devastating loss. How to sing, oh, give us pleasure in the flowers today when so many grief-stricken families are asking, where have all the flowers gone? Asking how and why has the beautiful flowering of my child's life only just beginning to bloom been trampled to death so brutally, heartlessly, finally, irretrievably lost? Talk about beauty, flowers, really? And then I remembered another piece of the story of Dr. Norbert Chopek, who created the Flower Communion. This also comes from Reginald Zatoli. When the Nazis took control of Prague in 1940, they found Dr. Chopek's gospel of the inherent worth and beauty of every person to be, as Nazi court records show, quote, too dangerous to the Reich for him to be allowed to live. Dr. Chopek was sent to Dachau, where he was killed the next year during a Nazi medical experiment. This gentle man suffered a cruel death, but his message of human hope and decency lives on through his flower communion. These flowers we share both here in the sanctuary and in the homes of those connecting online, 
Their beauty is not frivolous or unrelated to what we do. A message of the flower ceremony is that no person can ever be described as collateral damage. No person is expendable. And this message of resistance to the powers that would dehumanize and disempower and destroy lives, this message of resistance that Dr. Norbert Chopek carried throughout his life was considered too dangerous to the Reich for him to be allowed to live. He was sent to Dachau having actually served the sentence that had been imposed upon him, with the callous note of a Nazi official that read, Return Unwanted, which led to his eventual murder a year later. But in that year, Chapek continued his work. As one Catholic priest who was with him bore witness, he achieved his greatest ministry there among the despairing who lived in the very shadow of death, Without him, we could not have endured. So yes, flowers. A flower ceremony, even during this week, especially during this week of sorrow, carrying the memory of Norbert and Maja Chapek, carrying this radical message of human dignity and the beauty of each individual resisting the forces of dehumanization and despair and celebrating our connectedness, beautiful flowers in the midst of tragedy, of violence, of cruelty, and beauty. Beauty behind me, beauty before me. You may recognize those words in the title of my sermon from what is sometimes called the Beauty Way, a prayer of the Navajo people. A particular passage is included in our hymnal in countless collections and on thousands of websites. Beauty is before me and beauty behind me. Above me and below me hovers the beautiful. In beauty it is begun. In beauty it is ended. And these words, as they skimmed along the surface of my distracted mind, while beautiful, seemed insufficient to me, somehow coming from a different place than we found ourselves this week. And it was because of how I read them, how I heard them, or didn't hear them. And what I knew or did not know or still do not know about them. But one of the things I discovered was that these words are part of a greater whole, a healing ceremony, sometimes known as the night way. It is part of a ritual for achieving balance with the larger world and all of life, for restoring health and wholeness. As I understand it, and I approach this understanding humbly, recognizing that I am only learning and understanding from outside the culture, and I hold any understanding I bring to this tentatively and respectfully. And what I understand is that these words on beauty come from a chant included in a ritual that is about addressing pain 
and sorrow and sickness and alienation from life. Listen to this from a version of the larger piece, the Navajo Night Chant. House made of dawn, house made of evening light, house made of the dark cloud. Dark cloud is at the door. The trail out of it is dark cloud. The zigzag lightning stands high upon it. An offering I make. Restore my feet for me. Restore my legs for me. Restore my body for me. Restore my mind for me. Restore my voice for me. This very day, take out your spell for me. May it be beautiful before me. May it be beautiful behind me. May it be beautiful below me. May it be beautiful above me. May it be beautiful all around me. In beauty, it is finished. In beauty, it is finished. So yes, beauty. The healing power of beauty behind me, beauty before me, even during this week, especially during this week of sorrow, carrying the memory of all who have died and holding their families and friends in our hearts, carrying this radical message of human dignity and the beauty of each individual. Resisting the forces of dehumanization and despair, recognizing our interdependence, our connectedness with all that is beauty in the midst of tragedy, of violence, of cruelty. Where there is beauty, amplify it. Where beauty is hidden, reveal it. Where beauty is ruined, restore it. Where beauty is absent, create it. This will be our gift to our aching world. Nurturing beauty is a gift to this aching world, a gift to our aching communities, a gift to our aching selves. It is not a betrayal of our sadness, of our outrage, of our deep commitment to challenging the right to bear arms with the responsibility to bear witness and to working toward change. Beauty and joy are not betrayals of the work. They are inextricably tied to the work. They provide the impetus for the work as described by Unitarian Universalist theologian Sharon Welsh. The wellspring, then, of moral action is a deep affirmation of the joy, richness, and blessing that the world is. It is gratitude. It is the heartfelt desire to honor the wonder of that which is. What to do with beauty in the midst of tragedy, of violence, of cruelty? Dr. Norbert Chopek reminds us that nurturing beauty can be a radical, courageous act, a powerful message of resistance to the powers and structures of evil. 
The Navajo prayer and ritual remind us beauty is central to restoring balance and well-being as we respond to our deep connection to all that is. And so we celebrate our flower communion today in the midst of it all with a commitment to be the light that comes shining from the west down to the east. Working toward that day now, any day now, when we shall be released. <laughs>